Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Uncapped Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sands, and this week joining me as co-host is Danielle Gaines. Hello. Senior reporter extraordinaire of the Frederick News Post. Thanks. <laughs> and joining us in studio is Callie Pfeiffer from the Brewers Association of Maryland. Hi, everyone. And Abby Casarella from Milkhouse Brewery. Hello. So we have both of these fine ladies in the studio to talk about their respective beer festivals that are coming up one of them almost immediately this weekend yeah yeah we have the maryland craft beer festival happening this saturday the 13th it's maryland beer's biggest day of the year so how many breweries do we have signed up now we have over 40 signed up um so there's going to be over 40 breweries pouring over 180 unique local craft beers um and what this what year is this for the festival so i want to say that this is the fifth year of the festival so that that's from like since the reboot from when it went from the what was spring fest or what i think that was it when it was at the key stadium yeah and i just i know that it's significantly grown um we have been selling out every year for the past few years at about three thousand tickets and tickets are only available in advance so if you want to attend you have to get on mdcraftbeerfestival.com and get your ticket today and and where's it held so it's in frederick it's at the uh well in frederick where we are um but at the carroll creek park Mm mm-hmm so it's along Carroll Creek where the amphitheater is, and they block off from, was it Carroll Street to East Market Street, I think. Street. Oh, yeah, it's from Market, Market Street Market to Carroll. Street to, yeah. yes. Yeah, one of those. The whole creek. Mm-hmm. And um, is it the same as in past years where the brewers will have special beers that they're making just for the festival? Have so breweries, some, many breweries will have special beers there. We're also going to have a brewery in planning tent. So a few of our breweries that don't have facilities yet are actually going to be there under that tent. So you'll get to try some Maryland beer that you wouldn't get to try anywhere else. Uh, so is that a new thing? Or, yes. I don't think I've seen it, but that's really cool. Yes. So, well, we have had, we've had breweries attend that <coughs> haven't been open to the public yet, but this is a full breweries and planning tent. And um, so you're going to kind of get to try a bunch in just one stop. How many next. how many people will be in there? Will be in the tent. I believe right now we have four to five breweries in planning, but I know that's listed on the website on mdcraftbeerfestival.com. Okay. And the one of the beauties of this beer festival is that the proceeds go right back into the beer community or helping move forward, which now more than ever seems like a very important thing to do. Absolutely. So all the proceeds will go directly to the Brewers Association of Maryland, and that'll be used for many things. And one thing mainly um, helping out during next year's legislative session so we can go back in strong. And um, it's going to this festival really does benefit BAM. Is this where most of the funding for BAM comes from or is this from festivals? Yes. Yes. And this is our largest beer festival. And um, are there still so you also have the BAM bus program. Are there. Do you have any, are there still spots on the buses available? Yes. And can you explain 
Sure. What that so is. the BAM buses is actually it's a round trip ride to and from the festival from various breweries around the state. So it gets you there and back, and it also gets you VIP admission to the festival. And we sold out of VIP tickets within hours of when they went on sale. So if you still want a shot at a VIP ticket, um, you would need to get a BAM bus ticket. The only BAM bus that isn't sold out is in Bel Air. So that's at Independent Brewing. So if anybody listening is over in the Bel Air area, definitely hop on the website and get your ticket before they sell out too great in the this is by far the biggest it's ever been right I mean it and it seems to be almost exponential growth how large this festival has become every year right so like I had said we we've reached max capacity um, for the area that we're in and we're hoping maybe in the future we can expand to to the other side of the creek or something so that way we can have even more people come and support Maryland beer and taste all their local breweries just engulf all of downtown Frederick yeah, right right <laughs> do you over. have do you have any idea how many beers are on tap because you talked about how many breweries are going to be there but they're going to have multiple offerings oh yeah there's going to be over 180 different beers poured and we have the beer list live on the website um it is still actively growing we do have many that haven't entered their beers yet um but if you want to see what's up there so far that's on mdcraftbeerfestival.com and this is a rain or shine event this is a rain or shine (laughs) event so do you think that you're bad luck for alcohol festivals and the weather just uh, no. The no way. Last, <laughs> yeah. the last one that you were involved with was also very rainy yeah although as a testament of at least the general frederick area does not deter people from drinking <laughs> right absolutely we say i mean more it rains i feel like the more people would want to drink but um so last year at the festival we actually had a total downpour it was sunny for most of it and then just came down so hard this year it's looking like weather weather does look fine it talked about um the clouds coming in and it raining for maybe like an hour but um bad. other than that i definitely think we're going to be way better off than last year i was i was i i forgot about that mm-hmm. i was actually referring to so the Frederick, spirits yep. festival that you brought the rain to <laughs> yes that was quite a lovely day which also <laughs> was very successful yeah the festival was the, great it was just despite it being cold mm-hmm. and rainy and yeah, that won't put a damper on us. Nope. <laughs> nope. So the second big festival in Frederick to talk about is the Party on the Farm. The Party on the Farm. I and, like and <laughs> Well, that's what that's the official name, right? Brewfest on the Farm is oh, the official name. That's right. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Brewfest on the Farm where you're going to party on party. the farm. Exactly. <laughs> and you've been involved with this from the inception even before you worked at yep it's been this is year number seven and um in previous years it was um under frederick beer week who was on the board um with tom bars from milk house brewery and um and we've had a lot of fun planning it it's again year number seven if we don't know what we're doing now we probably (laughs) shouldn't be doing it but we have a good plan in place and um seems to be really um nice event where not only do the brewers enjoy being there, customers enjoy being there, vendors enjoy being <coughs> there, and um, we're growing as well. We have 19 breweries this year, which is the biggest we've ever been. Wow. Where are they from? Frederick County, throughout the state? All over the state of Maryland. Um, we're pretty um, specific to the state of Maryland, but we don't really care where you're coming from. Of course, a lot of the farm breweries, Milk House being um, a farm brewery, we want to invite those, those first. Um, but once those spots fill up, then we open it up to a bunch of different breweries. So all over Baltimore, Montgomery County, coming from all over. 
Frederick County just um, has been discussing a taproom, the farm taproom mm-hmm. legislation, um, and Milkhouse has been really outspoken in supporting that. And Absolutely. Do you think you guys will be giving advice to other farms that want to come up and do things like you're doing? I mean, it's funny. I, every weekend, I think somebody pulls Tom over to the <laughs> side and says, can I pick your brain? I have this land and just want to know. And one of the great things we're working with now is um, there's some local malt houses. So there has been hop growers and in, in Maryland, but now we finally have malt houses, which allows these smaller breweries to do local ingredients, um, 100% local. The triple that we're pouring for the VIP hour is 100% Maryland grown ingredients. And I think when dealing with a farm brewery, people want that want that local and want to support local. So um, we're really happy that more businesses are coming on board to make it easier to be more local. It, is the malt from Frederick County or is that from uh, the Howard County? Or? We're oh, okay. working with Dark Cloud Malt House in Howard County. So they work with a bunch of different growers. Um, but then Tom is also really outspoken about getting different farmers to grow some of this barley now that we have a place to process it. So this is uh, over the next, I would say, two to four years, we're going to see a lot of more malt growers coming up, which is great. And uh, how much are tickets to the... Tickets are $25 for a 21 and older. You get four beer tokens, and then you can buy additional beer tokens after that. And I don't think we went over that for the BAM Festival. Oh, yeah, for Maryland Craft Beer Festival. So, like I said, VIP is sold out, but general admission is $40, and that gets you unlimited samples throughout the day. Oh, they're unlimited this year? Mm-hmm. Is that And new? last year, too. And oh, last okay. year. Yep. I missed last year. Yep. I don't, so, um, it was really but, nice. That way people could try everything. You didn't have a process of, like... Let's just get a big beer and drink it. Yeah. People really wanted to go to different breweries and try it. I think it's a great Is that um is that a change because of changes in law or just how you want wanted to do it? You know, I'm actually that- not sure with what's with what was behind it, but I think it had a lot to do with what the people wanted gotcha. and um we tried to accommodate. Cool. Um and where do you go to get tickets for the Brewfest on the farm? Uh, MDTix.com. And then that's under the festival page. I think it's like backs, backslash Milkhouse Brewery, I think is the technical one. But Is it the same layout mm-hmm. as it's been in, same in the layout. past? So, yeah. And it's actually on the f- at still point farm exactly. though not at the brewery this is one of two events we're doing this year where the farm is actually open to the public um and it's really great if you haven't been it's a natural amphitheater so we have breweries kind of up on along the top and we have three bands coming in um the famous hayride to hoppiness which is always a lot of fun for both the adults and the kids that get to come to we are family friendly it's so you extremely can family friendly. very much so very much so we like we like kids. I'm, I'm like at Chris's daughter at the farm. <laughs> well, that was at the brewery. Oh, at the brewery. But yeah. The farm. I mean, it's the same. But it's, it's the so the the brew fest on the farm is down over the hill from the brewery. Oh, okay. But yes, you did meet my daughters at the. Met your daughters a few times at the brewery. Actually, <laughs> we hung out. So in. Let's talk about just you in general for a little while, because you've been involved in craft beer for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Moved down um, to Maryland after college and um, started working at Flying Dog almost a decade ago, which is kind of crazy to think. But um, and worked at Flying Dog for five years, and then once I left Flying Dog, went to work with Tom at Milk House, and it's the best of both worlds. I get to hang out with 
baby lambs and <laughs> and also sell beer and be in this really amazing community in Frederick of beer. So what drew you to work? In, I mean, were you interested in the industry in general or was it just a job that you wanted to, that here's a job. I need a job. I'm going to take that job. I really liked beer <laughs> coming out of college and I was an experienced drinker. So it seemed like a natural next step. No, I had friends that worked at Flying Dog and it seemed like an amazing company to work for. And, um, it was, I started as a receptionist, so it was, I could work from the ground up and see the back side of the house, the front side, and um, excuse me, the back of the house and <laughs> front of the house, and sales and marketing and production. So I got a really great taste of a little bit of everything. Well, what do you guys have? We're talking a lot about Maryland grown uh, beers today. So do you have a favorite, like, mix in ingredient? Um, so, you know, not the barley, not the hops, but. You know, I don't know if somebody's putting like uh, black eyed Susans in beer or something uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't done that. I've heard a bunch of different people working with pawpaws, which I think is kind of mm. a, a cool um, departure. Anything locally grown. So we're doing um, a raspberry um, saison and we're um, putting some locally grown fruit into barrels for our barrel program. So Anything we can get our hands on um, locally. There's service berries, which is a berry I never knew about. It's like no. a blueberry. And so we're going to go pick some of those and start using those. So anything we can get our hands on. Um, Woodruff syrup. We have a really nice petite sour. And our assistant brewer goes out and makes his own Woodruff syrup to put in the sour. So anything like that. It's just we love if you can get it on the farm or if not, if our neighbor will grow it. So. Mm-hmm. What is a pawpaw? A pawpaw is a local fruit. It's um, it's almost like a tropical fruit, but it's grown in West Virginia. Yeah. Um, and it's got a really great consistency. It's supposed to be really good for you. A lot of antioxidants. Um, I've never heard. It's really <laughs> great. It, it looks can, a little funky. It looks a little funky. And then the harvest, once you harvest and have to use the fruit, it's pretty rapid, the, the fruit you know breaks down quickly oh so. it is that so that's probably why it's not like, seen in grocery of stores course. Or, okay. yeah 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 so um yeah i think the more this local movement the more people are looking for these more local ingredients and um and trying different things was that um you said someone was using that was that checkers pot yeah, the, the yeah. collaboration with, with them and Flying, flying Dog. dog. Yes, 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 yes. And Checker Spot is going to be one of the breweries in planning under the tent. At yeah, the they're actually um, filled a pin with our Green Farmer Pale Ale Number Four, which is 100% um, Maryland grain and then a local hops. Um, and they did a pin. I think he's putting some sort of berry in there. Very cool. So mm-hmm. that'll go quick if you want to try that. <laughs> go there quickly <laughs> at the beginning of the festival. Mm-hmm. So they they haven't opened yet. They're. Mm-hmm. No, uh, their facility isn't open to the public yet. Okay. The, I wonder, hopefully they'll have that at the festival. Then I can at least have some idea of what a pawpaw looks yeah. like. <laughs> and if this drawing is what they look like, it's definitely a weird-looking fruit. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's delicious, though. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's like a custard consistency. Yeah. It's a really interesting you, fruit. You, like, spoon it yeah. out. Yeah. Do you have a favorite add-in ingredient in beer? I mean, I'm not picky. I, I love <laughs> tasting all of the different things that are local and grown here in Maryland. And um, I am a fan of fruit. So when there's berries involved and things like that, I get really excited. But mm-hmm. I liked the Old Bay beer that 
flying dog I mean, hat. That's well, Maryland through and through, through yeah. right? Yeah, it's <laughs> good. They make it every year. It's yeah, now. it was great. Um, so you actually, you have pretty much an awful job. So you have to <laughs> do marketing for beer, uh, spirits, and wine. Yeah. Like, so what of the three, it's what's terrible. your favorite? Guessing this week, beer. <laughs> yeah, right. A couple say, of weeks ago, it was spirits. Different days. <laughs> but I mean, they all just have their their really really awesome aspects, and there's really nothing that I don't like about any of them. Um, all of the members are awesome to work with. They're all doing such great things and so focused on local production and all value added agriculture. And that's really what drove me into the industry is the idea of value added agriculture, taking something grown right here and turning it into something else you have hops to beer grapes to wine and then you have cucumbers to pickles and and milk to ice cream mm-hmm. and it's just a really really cool industry and the, the correct answer was beer though <laughs> yeah <by the> way. <laughs> right. you got that one wrong and the ability for us to work with other distilleries or other wineries you know getting barrels for us for our new barrel program it just makes with BAM, um, our Growing Fortify, kind of doing all of them, it makes that communication for us easier because we have people to... You have a pipeline exactly, directly to... Exactly. Yes. So that's part of fun. I mean, collaborations with other breweries are great, but when you can add that extra element, it really makes it special. Yeah, and we love seeing those collaborations just between all of the different members. And we just did a pretty big collaboration um, for the craft beverage maps. I'm not sure if you guys have oh, seen them, yeah. but I we did. have cl- yeah, the entire state of Maryland, a map of all of the breweries, wineries, and distilleries mm-hmm. that are members. And so people can pick up the map and say oh i'm gonna be in frederick what what's here here's the brewery i like oh there's a distillery right up the street from it oh there's a winery right out here and they can hit them all in one day and it's really i hope you didn't make too many of those because it feels like you would have to throw them away and make new ones oh yeah oh yeah so (laughs) we plan exploding so much we they're they're going fast people Mm -hmm. love to have them so we definitely as soon as we run out we plan on ordering more and making those updates um because all of the industries are growing so rapidly. You can use it to decorate too. I actually put one in a frame oh, in my nice. half bath, and it looks, it looks that is a good idea. Exactly. Hang, hang yeah. up right, there. right now, I've been using it as a. Oh, I haven't had them on yet. I'll contact that brewery. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> so it's you can put like little research. stars on <laughs> the ones that you get. It's a good idea. Yeah. So also, um, it's not immediate in the future, but Bam also does hosts another beer festival yes um we actually have a few coming up in the fall so um the one that we solely host is the baltimore craft beer festival that's going to be on october 7th um that's a saturday and then we also participate in the hops and harvest festival in columbia and the hyattsville arts and ales festival in hyattsville um and so and they are actually all bam 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 three weeks in a row so it's (laughs) the last two weeks of september and the first week of october so um, definitely check out what's going to be in your area. And is the is that in Fells Point again this year? That is in Canton. So it's okay. the Canton Waterfront Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like close to Fells Point, right? Yes. I'm not familiar yeah, with it's Baltimore. Very, yeah. <laughs> it's a great spot. But it's really yeah, it nice a, right on the water. I went to the first one. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. you know, nice scenery. Yeah. And, and definitely room for growth there. Absolutely. So. Yep. That's great. Uh, so are there fewer breweries that participate in that one? Yes, that yeah. one is not as many breweries. Um, I want to say we usually go for over 30, but like I had said, room for growth, it, it could catch up very yeah. soon. And this is only the... This well, will like be the, the third, third year. Yeah, the third mm-hmm. year of it, so it's still it's a lot of breweries for a, 
newer festival. Yeah, exactly. When you say that the the festivals are generally sold out, how many people are coming? So how many people are headed for Frederick if you sell out? For Frederick, we sell out at about 3,000. Okay. Um, and then with Baltimore, there we ha- we haven't sold out yet for that because there's there's just so much room we want as many people to come as possible um last year i think it was Mm -hmm. yeah i think Mm -hmm. it was around two thousand um and we are expecting and hoping for it to grow so um last week when it happened i wasn't allowed to talk to my guest about it but (laughs) how do you feel about wicked weed i personally don't care but everyone just seems to be all up and arms about so i just want to get Um, someone from the industry's opinion of yeah it's interesting i mean i think we're we're in a unique position because we are a farm brewery so being local and staying local is the most important thing for us i mean i i i think anheuser-busch can read the market and they know it's working um can't you know it's it's money so it's it's it was shocking though i think out of all of the buyouts that have happened recently wicked weed was the one that kind of made everybody go whoa it could happen to anybody and the Asheville, um i was just on there a few months ago and just seeing the lines of people and people standing in line for beer releases it's going to be really interesting to see if, if that dies that, if that continues on if because wicked weed had these fans that were all in and so it'll be really interesting to see if that changes i i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing if you know can we get wicked weed in maryland in the next few months maybe um is that a bad thing i i don't know i don't know time will tell i think on that one Um, and in a tie into this episode it kind of completely killed their festival oh i know i know like 70 breweries pulled out well and and they they host a festival Mm -hmm. every year and the funkatorium invitation invitational and and collaborations there's a lot of pull out from collaborations with people who who don't want to be involved with anheuser-busch and i mean that's a fallout for a decision like this Mm -hmm. um it'll be interesting to see so let's go over one last time (laughs) the important details about Brewfest on the farm. June 10th um, is Brewfest on the farm. Tickets are on sale. MDTix.com. Family friendly. Really great event. So come see us on the farm. And the and Party on the Creek. Yes. Not an <laughs> official name at all. Right, right. But that's what I'm going with now. Uh, um, you can use it if you want. Okay. The the Party on the Creek. That will be the Maryland Craft Beer Festival is this Saturday. If you want to be 13th. official. <laughs> <laughs> is this Saturday the 13th. Um, there's going to be over 40 breweries, over 180 local craft beers. Tickets are only available in advance, so you need to get them on mdcraftbeerfestival.com. And I assume you will be there? I will be there. <laughs> I will be there this weekend also. We'll be there too. Yeah. Abby will not. So. Oh, I'll be there. Oh, I thought you said you weren't going to be able to make it. No, this one I'm going to. Oh, oh good. Yeah. I got to do something. It's got to set up. <laughs> Tom's not going to set up the festival. I got to go. I guess it must have been crossed conversations. Right. And something really exciting that we actually haven't told anybody yet is we finally got BAM merch. So we have created a shirt that I think is so awesome. Is it properly emblazoned with the Maryland flag? It, I will let, I will let you wait and see and be (laughs) pleasantly surprised. Um, And so, yeah, they're going to be there on sale. So we're excited to see everybody's reactions for that. Danielle, will you be there? 
Um, yeah, I'll be there. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in to let us know about your fe- great festivals that are always fun every year. Thanks for having and me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. <laughs>